This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Top Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry in for Boomer again this morning. Do you see the Neuralink yes, thing yes, that's going on? Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, not interested. What do you mean you're not interested? This is nuts, man. Why aren't you interested? This is this could be the next thing. I always say, what's the thing that we have not thought about or we don't think about enough that we won't be able to live without? Like, for example, we lived years and years without cell phones and smartphones, and now you figure, how in the hell did you even possibly live without that GPS in your car? You actually took a map out and, like, looked I where you were. I remember the days of printing map directions out on MapQuest. Map Quest. Yeah, yes. even prior to that. I am well prior to, to that. I delivered pizza with a map, with a Rand McNally map in my glove ex- box. Yeah, exactly. So, so I remember. And then you think you think you go back and I could never do that again. Uh, well, maybe this Neuralink is the thing. So they the Elon Musk Musk's company, uh, Neuralink. They they planted the first chip in the brain of whatever. I don't. What do you want to call subject. this person? Yeah, subject yeah. test dummy. I don't even know what you want to say. But it's a person. It's a human. And this human with this Neuralink can now move a mouse like a computer mouse, mm-hmm. a cursor, with his or her brain. Right. We don't know if it's a male or female. I don't think. Can you move a cursor with the brain? I Come on. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't want something inserted. I don't know. You want something implanted in your brain? I mean, is it going to help? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, how much I, better can our life? We are so spoiled. How much better can our lives? I get? don't know. This is the thing. You don't know. Someone's got to to come up with the next special thing, and Elon Musk seems to be doing it. Mm. Like, I mean, you could instantly, as opposed to turning and typing something into Google, you could immediately just be like, ah, bang, right there in the. So head. you'd sign up for that now? Not now, but I want to see how the rest of this goes. But if it if it ends up that this test subject ends up getting through this okay and it's positive, sure. And by the way, what are they paying that person? The first person? A lot. I would that I would do. Go ahead, put something in my brain. I don't care. Give me a couple million dollars. I'll move that mouse with my brain. Okay. And it and if something happens and you die, well, then my family will be taken care of for the rest of the time. It'll be fine. I mean, they'll have emotional scarring, but. I'm sure you can still sign up if you'd like to be subject number two and get the same no, deal. I'm sure that list is way long uh-huh. now. There's no way I'm way late to the party. You're Greg Giannotti. That. Might move you right to the uh, top of the list. Oh boy. This isn't a Ford Bronco. All right. It's like <laughs> Boomer put me on that first edition list. This is not- you could punch in callers with your brain. Oh, that'd, that'd be awesome. Be, that would be great. And hang up with them on my brain to bang, just like that. A little too far. You think it's too far? I do. I do. Yeah. I think we're getting a little nuts. You turn Boomer's mic off with your brain. 
That is true. I do think, though, all right, so you think about some of these minor things that you could do where you're, all right, you think of, you know, you can go to Wikipedia in your brain quickly as opposed to, pu- to putting it up on a screen. But they are discussing, the Neuralink folks, that if done right, this might help cure spinal injuries. That's fantastic. That's a different conversation than what we're having. But this is what, the ne- this about, is what Neuralink is, though. We're talking about putting Google in our brain. But, that's, but it also does that. It does all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That's going to be the I'll, thing. That'll be long after me. Did you get your Neuralink yet? <laughs> yeah. No. No, I don't think so. Not for me. Now, the other stuff is phenomenal. If you can cure anything, yeah. then go for it. I mean, I'm all in. But I don't think I don't think I need to put a chip in my brain. That'll be Al's new pickup line. Hey, you get your Neuralink? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know a couple of people who could really use a Neuralink in their brain. Pretty dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about one of my dumb friends yesterday, and one of the things he said that I wasn't sure if it was genius or dumb. So I remember this: we were like in high school or right after high school, and I and we were talking about religion. And I asked him, I said, I said, do you believe in God? And his answer was, not yet, not yet. <laughs> and I said, not yet. Like he's just looking for proof still. <laughs> but I no, I think I think what his answer was after that, if I remember correctly, was like. Well, when I get closer to death and I feel like I ah. have to, then I will. Mm. But not right now. The old I feel, comfort. I feel pretty good about things. Yeah. But not, what an answer. Have you ever heard anybody answer that no. question? Not no. yet. That's a new At some one. point I'm planning to. Yeah. But that's the truth for many people. That is the truth yeah, for no, a lot I know. of people. I know, but that's why I wasn't sure if this was genius or That's why or churches dumb. are mostly filled with older people. Sadly, that is true. Are they? I if feel like you, you get a lot of those mega churches. You, you get a look, lot of younger people in uh, there, like now middle of the country. That's different. I'm talking about around here. Around here, if you here, go to church yeah. on Sunday, you will see probably young families and a lot of older people. Yeah, and not much in the middle. Right, the people are hedging their bets. <laughs> hedge spot, <laughs> heaven hedge spot. But you're right, middle of the country. It's different. I mean, that Joel Olstein, whatever the hell that thing is, that oh, is that a mega church rosity. Yeah, and there was wasn't there a shooting there. Last week. What? No. At a Joel Olstein no, church? No, God would not allow that. Come on. No, I, no there was no... Really? I, I, there was an incident at the Joel Osteen in um Yeah, in Jerry's right. Wow. Yeah. Shooting at Joel Osteen's Texas Lakewood Church. Yeah. How come that didn't get any press? It might have been because it was on a Friday or a Saturday, maybe. News dump shooting? Well, <clears throat> call it what you want, but I, I think that's I think that's why. <clears throat> I think that's why we didn't really discuss it. Wow. But I did see that, yeah. That is that is, I did had no idea. Yep. Well, I had that to the list. Mm-hmm. And that you ever watch that on TV? The amount of people that are there is unreal. I know. You ever see the uh, the Righteous Gemstones? So it's a it's a it's an HBO it's a Max series mm-hmm. um, with the guy who did Eastbound and Down, Danny McBride. Okay. He's the guy who played. Um, the guy with the mullet. To- oh, you need that Neuralink. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody help me with this. The- I don't have Max. You I- don't remember I this cut off a- my streaming purchases. Kenny Powers. Ah, there you go. Kenny, Kenny Powers. Powers was the the pitcher that he played in Eastbound and Down. Okay. Then he also did a show called Vice Principals. So he's the main character in this. John Goodman is in it as well. Then hmm. it's about... It's a... It's a parody and a comedy on a huge mega church okay yeah, yeah you're run by you know one of these things that's in in the south somewhere mm. and it is it is hilarious it is it's so well done and it's like becomes dark and just it's just it's really funny mm-hmm. but that would interest me 
That would interest uh, me. Yeah, I would. That. Uh, that that show, I think you would you'd like. Uh, here's the moon chasing gynecologist again, Dan nice. in West Orange. What's going on, Dan? <laughs> Dan. Good morning, fellas. What's up? Uh, all right, so I'm calling to defend myself because I, I, I heard that I was a moment of the day yesterday. No, you were segment of the day, actually, Dan. <laughs> you were segment of the day. You were segment of the day, actually. Uh, whatever it was. All right, anything. Anyway, my friends were calling me, and I had to defend myself because they felt like you were mocking me what? for what I was doing. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We, we were, were we were mocking a couple of the errors that were said. That's all. We thought you said okay. New Mexico. You said Mexico. Like all of us were all over the place. All right. So let me explain myself. Do you get, can you give me a minute to explain myself? Sure, but I, so, I will say that I will say that no one was mocking. We were just laughing at the fact that that you said I need to get away from my life, which is being a gynecologist no. to go out to the middle of the ocean to watch <laughs> the eclipse. I mean, that was just it was just funny to us. That's all. No, I get it. I get it, Jim. So, um, so I was the caller that called a couple of weeks ago that was in the the Las Vegas shooting. Just so you know. Oh wow, you you, that that, that was you as well. Jeez. Yeah. You got an interesting well, life there, man. I have a very interesting life, and I could go through it. So I grew up with across the street from a serial killer. I was in which a one bombing in the Czech Republic? Which serial killer? And then uh, Joel Rifkin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a Long Island guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I called about it. I, I think it was on the show with you guys when we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, it was probably the day that they got uh, Rex Hewerman, probably. Exactly, it, yeah. exactly the day. Yep. Yeah. All right, so then Vegas happens, and then I got COVID, and, I, and I'm a physician. I am a gynecologist, and you guys were all working from home, but I wasn't, and I got COVID from a patient, and almost, I was in the hospital for seven days and almost died. I went into heart failure. I have a pacemaker put in and all this stuff. And the only thing that I had was my phone, my computer, and looking at the moon from my room in a hospital for seven days. So I got intrigued by the moon. And I don't know much about it. I, Eddie knows way more about it than I do. But when I got out and, and while I was in the hospital, I made a bucket list. And one of the things I put on is I want to see the freaking solar eclipse. And when I got out of the hospital, all my friends took me to New Mexico to go see the the eclipse. And we missed it by, like, like probably like a tenth of a mile. It just wasn't total. So now they're taking me back to Mexico on a boat to see it. And then they're going to kill you and throw you in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, so that's, so yeah, exactly. No, I mean, it's, your life sounds like the movie Final Destination. You just haven't ca caught up with you. You have bombing in the Czech Republic. You grew up across from a serial killer. The Las Vegas shooting. You got long COVID. You almost died. I mean, my God, man. You're just skirting death wherever you go. So hey, here's another problem. When I was in the Czech Republic, I was in the airport. And now I'm a Mets fan. And I'm a huge sports fan. And I love you guys so much. Um, I was standing in the airport, and they make an announcement over the uh, over the uh, announcement thingy, and nobody understood what it said. Everybody runs out of the airport, okay, except for me and some dude wearing a Yankees hat. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, "Are you from America?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I go, "What do we do?" And I'll follow them. And I slept on in in a barn with a cow for days. <laughs> for days? <laughs> yeah, it was like twelve hours or something oh like that. Oh my god. I mean, this is, you got to write a book, man. I mean, if it, all this stuff is true, you got to write a book. Uh, what'd you have on sperm donation? You said you wanted <laughs> to say something about that. 
Yes, sperm donation. So, yeah, so when we were in medical school, there used to be a thing that would hang up like little flyers that say you could donate your sperm, make some money, and I'm trying to push myself through medical school to make the money for it. I never did it, but I do have friends that did do it, and now they're scared as hell right now that mm. they're going to come up with children that are finding them. And every night I go out and hang out with them, have a drink, and and they're like, oh, my God, if they find me. Because they're donating their sperm. They made like 50 bucks each time, yep. and now they're they're scared. Yeah, you know what, Dan, and, and thanks again for the call. This is exactly what I was talking about yeah. with me and my friends back in the day. Because, like, like you kidding me? All I have to do is do that and give it to somebody, and I get, like, 300 bucks and buy myself a Mitchell and Ness jersey and a pair of Jordans. <laughs> well, can't you remain anonymous, though? I, you thought you, I thought you were supposed to if you checked that box. I, that's what I thought. Yeah, but th- this day and age, you can find anything Well, clearly, anywhere. as we talked about 23andMe now, anything is out there. Exactly. But that... You know, 20 years ago, who knew this would be a thing? Nobody. Just like Neuralink. Yeah, right. Now you know. You know mm-hmm. everything about everything. Mm. Chip in the brain. Uh, but yeah, I would be... Thank God I never did that. I yeah, I never even thought about it, to be honest. Yeah. And the other thing, too, you think about, like, what if... And this wouldn't happen, but with any of us. But what if you did that, like, your kid turned out to be like a... NBA superstar making $40 million a year. Well, then I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Right. Pig. And all of, a, all of a sudden, you pop into the, hey, wait a second. What happened to the guy I talked to last hour that wasn't interested? <laughs> cash. Cash. Give me my cash. <laughs> Damn right. Those wealth partners got him on the right track. <laughs> but little, let's be honest. None of us are fathering a NBA superstar. Batman? No, but could be something else. You know? None of us have those skills. Yeah. I mean, but hey, you got kids who play baseball. Yeah, but no one's going to play professional baseball. You never know. You know, but I'm pretty sure. Hey, Tierney was close. Yeah, well, but Tierney's also a lot bigger and strong. I mean, I'm five foot nothing, you know, which means... So is Jose Altuve. Yeah, true. I mean, you're right. Brandon's got Colton on the fast track. Uh, That kid can play. That kid definitely can play. I mean, you're gonna. I'm gonna be buying a Colton Tierney jersey someday. Yeah, a, I hope we do at a sports authority. I hope we do. Uh, let's go to Linda in Ridgewood. What's going on, Linda? Hey, good morning. Good morning, Linda. So listen, good morning. How are you? Great. What's up? Hey, fellas. So I was inspired by one of the earlier calls. Uh, we got Billy Johnson, Billy Joel concert story. Yeah. And um, I had a first date. It, it struck a memory for me. I had a first date where the guy. Uh, he was he was loaded, this dude. He was loaded. He takes me to this football game, didn't have tickets, scouts the ticket, pays a freaking fortune for it. I mean, this guy, like, didn't have the pinky ring, but he really wanted one, you know? <laughs> so what was cool about it was that he had this small TV with him that was portable. So we got to watch the game and hear the commentary and the playbacks. and sort of, This was my first time I'd ever gone to a game, and I was really impressed. Did I marry him? No, I married the guy who made me laugh because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Good date, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, uh, did that did that TV at least get him a little uh, action at the end of the night? Or <laughs> there were no reruns, babe. There were no reruns. Oh, yeah. That is uh, that is funny. funny. Yeah, like the the funny guy. There's never there's never anybody out of the funny guys league. We always talk about that. Never. I mean, unless you're grossly deformed. You know, then it's a different mm-hmm. story. Make the girl laugh. But if you can make them laugh, then, you know? Yeah. If you're a cyclops, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> but if you can you know, make them laugh, yep. generally. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know why. We're just talking about going to a game with a TV. All I can think about is Evan, who goes with the iPad. He's watching games and yeah, other games. It sounds just like him. Let's go to Regina and Sayville. What's going Regina. on, Regina? Hey, guys. Love the show. Gio, you have to play golf at Timber Point. Yeah, I haven't yet. I I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, it's right. It's it's close. I just I just haven't yet. It's definitely on the list. Yeah, the blue course is beautiful. It's right in the bay. But I have a theory. I know I'm late to the party because you opened with it. That whole Kelsey thing with with uh, his coach Reed. I I mean, it's all about money with the NFL. I bet they're going to do a whole like five hour special on it. And the last five minutes, they're going to let you know exactly what was said. You know that's an interesting that's an interesting point. I am not uh, I am not going to rule that out um, because we we have seen stuff like that before. Like when Boomer was talking about the Aaron Rodgers and thanks, Regina. Hopefully, I see you around town. Uh, but um, the Aaron Rodgers documentary and they're filming all this stuff and taking advantage of it. So I would not be surprised if at some point the NFL monetized yeah. that moment. Um, but I do think that the initial thought was to protect Andy Reid, protect Travis Kelsey, and don't have any negativity coming out of the whole Kelsey Chief situation. I do agree, but I think she could be onto something too in terms of with all these streaming partners and Amazon exclusive behind the scenes Super Bowl Fifty Eight, and that's the tease. Oh yeah, then we find out it's just absolutely nothing. She, well, probably we, we get the lip reader told us it's nothing. Well, yeah, he called him you effer, yeah, you effer, or if. if uh, Swift was mic'd up during the whole thing, too, and they could just do this whole thing. I got to be honest. I'd watch that. What she was, but she's not. She should be like, yeah, one time football. only. No, one but time you, only. you edit it out. You know, whatever. You make it that interesting. That mess in the suite, I would, I would probably yeah. watch that. I would watch that, but it's not like Taylor Swift saying anything interesting up there. I don't know. Probably not. I've pretty I would good agree guess. with you, but I would probably still watch it. That she's no, but saying. her whole little right. start in, in Japan, mm-hmm. and her getting on the plane, and yeah, make a whole thing of it. I mean, they spent enough money, it sounds like, to get her there. They might as well do something with it. Yeah, that is true. They did put out a movie about her concert. Yeah. Oh, I, this has happened. Now I'm thinking more about it. Mm. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Glenn in Park Slope. What's going on, Glenn? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? What's up, Glenn? You know, I have a theory. I think the first high-profile participant in this Neuralink is going to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zach Wilson probably needs it more than Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, I uh, I would not probably be true. I would not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers' post playing career went and got a neural link right mm-hmm. away. I and mean, this guy went to Costa Rica to to do that whole uh, ayahuasca. Also yep. did that uh, Pancha Karma cleanse where you get yourself oh. sick. If someone was talking to me about that. This or maybe I was listening to a probably listening to a podcast, but it makes so much sense because people say they do this this Pancha Karma cleanse, which Aaron Rodgers did. Where you get so sick, and you 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 throw up, and you and you a lot of pooping and everything else, you feel sick. But then afterwards, you feel so great. It's like because this your clean. body's rejuvenated. But if you're the sickest you ever I, been in your life, of course, know. when you get better, you're gonna feel great. I don't know. That's just stupid. Well, and this, it's a stupid question, probably. But why is that any different than the colonoscopy prep? I don't know. Apparently, it's more spiritual because of the stuff that you're putting in your body and what it's making you. And do. I don't, I don't think know. you're like sweating with the colonoscopy. I mean, you're, you're like doing violently. No, no, I know, you're violently ill, right, with you, this. and you're not throwing up from that, and you're no. not seeing visions either. But you're right. cleaning yourself out, and your body should be as fresh as it could be, right? Isn't that the whole point of doing it? Yeah, but this is getting like everything out of you. 
Like, and you feel super sick when you do it. Okay. And then all of a sudden you feel better. And you're like, oh, yeah, because wow. you're not sick anymore. Exactly. That's the point. What a farce. What a joke that is. Mm-mm. And the ayahuasca thing is scary. Anybody who does that stuff? Well, I would never do that stuff just because of the way Eddie talks about his reaction the one or two times with the marijuana. That freaks me out. Yeah. To know that something could take over your mind and you would just not be the same person. And you'd see different things that don't exist. Mm-mm. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers said he had the th- uh, like uh, hands of Good thousands of hands of dead relatives. Great. <laughs> that Theo Vaughn talks about doing ayahuasca as well. Yeah, it sounds I interesting. Uh, it does sound interesting, but him trying to explain it is you can't Not understand what he's saying. <laughs> it's like, man, it's like I walked into a room, but it wasn't a room. It was just something that called itself a room, and then there was water, but it wasn't wet. And you're like, what the hell did you just say? Is him and Jameis Winston getting together? I mean, he, <laughs> it, I, he can't explain it. I love that Theo Vaughn, though. I do really like that guy. I saw a clip of him interviewing Wayne Gretzky, and they showed Wayne Gretzky, a uh, picture of Wayne Gretzky from the 80s, like the height of everything. And Theo Vaughn goes, you know who you look like, man? And he's like, what? He goes, Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> And he did. Incredible. Uh, All right, it is Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. CBS Sports Network. CeeLo back in with us, and he's got another update moment of the day. What's going on, CeeLo? Did you put a Neuralink in your head? Uh, probably not yet. Not yet. Got to find out a little bit. Let other well, you'd people be try it out for. All I right. don't know if I'd be in. I got. I got. I got to find out more. Just wondering. Kind of like Juan Soto with the Yankees. Like the cost of it has got to be another one of these things. It's going to be prohibitive for all people. To, it can't be like that. Can't be out there for twenty nine ninety nine, right? Probably I would not. Think not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so at least for a while, does insurance pay for this? You know, probably not. I, don't, I would think not. Uh, we're brought to you no. by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phones. So I caught a little of the our, our moon chaser gynecologist uh, there, and he when he brought up uh, Joe Rifkin, yeah, my mind immediately Jacob went to, Wilkins, yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> Would you like to hear that, or we don't want to do that? No, no, go ahead, play okay. it. Okay. Got nothing else going on. Well, that is fair. So this, uh, did Jerry, have you ever heard this? Maybe. Do you um, you remember Jacob? Of course, yes. Of course. No. Okay. So years ago, now he was like early twenties, and he walked in to do the six o'clock update oh. with Mike Solo. Now right? he is a. All right, how do I put this? A very nice, very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he, but, but he, his, a little out there, a little different, right? And his his, his appearance makes you want to ask questions. This is on, <laughs> by the way, for those of you who, it, when you when you, on that note, when you hear this, if you'd like to see it, it is on YouTube. Like just from the sole fact of like, hey man, what's going on with you? You yeah. know, yeah. Like uh-huh. that's all. Like like, where does this guy come right. from? He's not your. He's not not he, like the way Mark Malusis is like. So what's up with you? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He, what's cooking with you, bro? All right. Like when you go out, when you see Pat Boyle, you're like, okay, that's just a dude, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a dude who likes sports and talks about chicks and stuff. And you see Jacob Wilkins, you're like, oh, like this guy could either cure cancer yeah. or just. Hang out on the corner and have a lollipop. You, you want to find out more about him, right? When yes, you see him, you want to know more about. Which him. is exactly what happened with Mike. Because I used to go in there and I'd keep my head down. Right, Mike yeah. was in the middle of the segment. You don't know what kind of mood he's in. You want to just get to your seat. You know, you're not Mink. You're not Bob Husler. So it's kind of like walking into the lion's den a little bit, right? So here goes young Jacob Wilkins <laughs> in there as Mike's in the middle of wrapping up the five o'clock hour, and it would uh, catch Mike's attention. No, right over there. Tells him where to sit. Right over there. Make yourself at home here. How you doing? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. good. What's your name? Jacob. Jacob? How are you? Good. Good. Come on. Uh, Jacob what? Uh, Wilkins. Put his mic on so he can talk. (laughs) Go ahead. Jacob Wilkins? That's right. Nice to see you. Where are you from? From East Meadow, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd you get here? I've never seen you here before. Where'd you come from? Your guess is as good as mine. Really? Where'd you come from? So the East Meadow thing hooks him right away. Mm. And then he gives him the album that wins, and then the Penn State. It was right when all the stuff was going Mm. on with Paterno and Mm -hmm. Sandusky. They've been in the news. So Mike's intrigued. He's got his attention, so he gets his bio a little bit. Talk about the fact he did the the overnight update, New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. Oh, low man on the totem pole. And then he circled back to the Long Island angle. And this is where things got a little interesting. You're a Long Island guy? I am. East Meadow? East Meadow. Did you go, what high school did you go to? East Meadow High School. East Meadow High School. Who, who, Frank Fiola went to East Meadow? That's right. Yes, yeah, that's Frank right. Frank. Uh, uh, East, who else? Someone else. Not that I didn't go to East Meadow. Uh, who else went to East Meadow? Is there another famous player from East Meadow High School? Other than Just Viola? a serial killer, actually. <laughs> what? Oh. There was uh, Joel Ripken, the, uh, the serial killer. He's from East Meadow? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know if we want to bring him up again, but that's okay. <laughs> but you have Viola and a serial killer. That's right. All right, well, I'm sure Frank would like that. That he's been teamed up with uh, Joel Rifkin. I mean, well, that's good. Oh, well, man. That's good. <laughs> and the video, it's, it was, you know, Mike was simulcast. Was, I think we were still on Yes. So if you, go, if you go to YouTube, Jacob Wilkins, Mike's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just, Jacob's just sitting there calmly waiting for Mike to try and figure it out. And yeah. so the delivery, just so matter of fact. Uh, just a serial killer, actually. <laughs> like, it's just uh, commonplace. What? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> is that why Brian Jones called oh him a serial killer? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> just don't look like no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, no, that's not why. He did call him that, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Come on up, serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. Oh. Good to see you again. God. <laughs> Brian used to, he used to say, like in a joking way, the most offensive oh, stuff yeah. to everybody. Yeah. But I it mean, was endearing. Somehow it was. Yeah. Like no one else could get away with it, yeah. but he could. <laughs> 
Because you knew not to take him seriously. Yeah. Is that why? <laughs> I mean, well, I can't. I'm not. He's trying to so figure out things that are yeah, in my head. Right. Trying to figure I'm, out what you could share. I can't. I can't. Yeah, right. Exactly. I yeah. I, <laughs> uh, did I do the reads, Eddie? Yes. I didn't. Oh, I did? Wow. God, I can't even. It's five minutes ago. I can't even remember it. Yeah, you did. Okay. Very good. Um, we'll skip the Yankees here. Who cares? By the way, remember yesterday, Jimmy- Chris McMonagle does. <laughs> yeah. That's who cares. Oh, he will, he'll, he'll get to that with yeah, BT coming up at the top of the hour. Remember yesterday you were trying to remember the other former Yankee that's on the Mets roster right yes. now? Yes. Someone pointed this out to me. Maybe not who you were thinking of, but there is another one. And we talked about Luke Voigt yesterday. Mm-hmm. G-Man Choi. Uh-huh. The guy? They just signed him. That's what I mean, right. but he's in. He's, he's one there. of these non-rosters. I still invites. think of him as a Ray. Yeah, yeah, but he did. He was with the Yankees. Yeah. So he and Voight, a little couple seasons, first base guys. A lot you know, of meat over there. there There's a lot of meat, no doubt about it. Mets did a really cool thing yesterday. Um, some of their guys, Francisco Lindor included, working with participants of the Florida Special Olympics. They had them out on the field going through some drills and everything. I bring this up because... You know, I feel like we t- we take uh, sometimes Lindor for granted maybe mm-hmm. a little bit. So his wife posted something on Instagram the other day. I think this was leading into their first day of on-field workouts, which was Monday. And it's a picture of him smiling. And she writes, you see him in a good mood. You'd never know he's been up the last four nights with our toddler who's been sick. Last night, no exception. He left our home at 4.30 a.m. to drive two hours to be where you see him, which is on the field. Working hard, smiling. This is the man he is across the board and everything he does. He goes above and beyond, does it with a smile. Proud to call him ours. So I thought that was yeah. very, 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 no, nice, very tribute nice there. Yeah, he is pat on the backstop. Yes. Phenomenal shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes gets lost well. because he doesn't bat 330. Correct. Which he did at times in Cleveland. Yeah, which I is, know. Uh, that's why that's what our expectations were. All right. Let's go to Charles Barkley on the Dan Patrick Show. This was late last week. So they covered a lot of topics, including Shaq's jersey retirement in Orlando recently, but also the Super Bowl. And Barkley would come to the defense of Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers and the way things went down with overtime and the rules and so on and so forth and did not care for the criticism. We got so many idiots, fools, and jackasses on television now. Everybody has to have a hot take and blame somebody. And then he would focus it on one guy in particular who I guess he's always had a strong distaste for. And let me tell you how stupid some of these guys are on television. Uh, you know how much I hate Skip Bayless. I, I hate him with every fiber. You know, I really, sometimes he makes me want to gain weight back so I can hate him with even more weight. <laughs> that was a great line. That's funny. That is oh, funny. Did you hear what he said about San Francisco, Charles Barkley? No. What did he During say? the All-Star oh, game. He was killing the city, right? Oh, my God. I and then didn't Draymond Green go back at him or something? He probably did, but I... Uh, Everybody's got... Th- I mean, well, I, 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 San Francisco's I, having their issues right now. Yeah, I just, there's so much That's disagreement and too. anger. Like, I was going to come in here and do the J.J. Reddick, Austin, and Doc Rivers thing this hour, but it takes forever to set up. Maybe we'll By the way, did you see something? the Doc Rivers quote? I don't know. About what, Cabo with no, the players? Oh, no, right. where he was talking. I forget what podcast he was on or what show he was on. <laughs> he basically comes out and says, when Milwaukee called me, I'm like, why? Like, why are you calling me? Why are you firing him? Yeah. And he basically says, I don't understand why you're doing this. He but was okay. advising that guy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that I'm not sure of. You, I don't know. And then he takes over and they're three and seven since he yeah. took the job. All right, so instead of me reading it in the Barkley voice, uh, Al has the audio okay. of Charles Barkley talking about San Francisco. Hey, Reggie, we love you. Let's not have another all-star in Indiana. Let's <laughs> let this be the last one, my friend. Oh, you come on, man. Was it the snow? You, you spent enough was time here, snow? Reggie. You don't need to come back for Was it the minus, uh, hey, you know, hey, the hey. 17 degrees? Hey, 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 Reggie. Yes? If you had a... If you had a chance of being cold or being around a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco, when you... Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no. You got one. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no
No, we don't. <laughs> yes, we do. You can't even walk around down yes, there. Yes, you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof bag. Chuck, you live in Philadelphia. I live in Arizona. The microphone says cough. Just hold that down. And we love San Francisco. No, we love San Francisco. No, we don't. Oh, he's got no filter, man. He's just going to No doubt about it. No doubt. Talk about hot takes. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. That's actually not one. Like a hot take would be San Francisco's a great place to live. But he, Meaning, meaning him, yeah, yeah. those guys say stuff nonstop. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and absolutely. so what he doesn't like, they're kind of part of. True. And it's made them a lot of money. You want a little more Sean Marks? You want some Sam Rosen? Where do we want to go before moment of the day here? You don't care. Gio's like, <laughs> yeah, neither, neither. Neither. none of the above. Neither. Just play moment of the day and get the hell out of the studio. Yeah, That's maybe. Really. All right, yeah. let's do that. It's brought to you by Casamigos <laughs> Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> Big sperm donation conversation earlier on, and uh, Eddie had sort of a, a different stance, a different take on that, basically saying if he, you know, down the road found out that uh, he had fathered kids, uh, really wouldn't be all that interested, and you guys would push back a little bit. What about this? What if, I know you've been with your wife since high school, so it's obviously off the table, but what if in college you slept with someone, had no idea she got pregnant, years later you got married to someone else, and then you found out 30 years later that she... But that, that, that's different. If you're, like, sleeping with someone, like, you know, you're, you know, this is you're donating sperm, but it, you're still creating the same thing. It's yeah. still your right. Yeah, that, but you're responsible for the one directly. That is true. That is very true. Well, you could be if if she wanted that and went to the courts. Yes, but you're telling me, like, let's just say, because you're not supposed to have someone show up at the door. But I think that you, people do find out. Like there, there are very curious people. Like I need to find is my father still alive? Especially as you get a little older. Yes, right. It, it just one day at the door. Someone knocks on the door and goes, Oh, uh, yes, I believe you're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't freak you out. I would be curious, sure. I mean, it would change your life. Uh, that I don't know. I don't see the resemblance. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a long time ago. Little guy, get off my porch. I'm retiring in two years. Go get him, Cooper. <laughs> Little guy, get off my porch. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's funny. I don't know if I like that little guy better or the Sean Marks little guy. <laughs> Maybe a little ponytailed 30-year-old <laughs> showing up at the door. The college basketball t-shirt on. Yeah. Some uh, randomness university. Go, go Dolphins. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> no, oh, I boy. did this. One of my favorite things I did with Steve Summers back when I produced his show. Remember Bill the Baker? Yes, yes of course. He would call up and, and Steve hated his phone calls. He <laughs> hated them. So he's like, we have to do something with this guy. I can't do it anymore. The same thing with the book. And you're reading from a book. You know. So I said, I could do a great impersonation. About 1956, there was a guy named Stinky LaFoot. You know, so so what I did was... <laughs> on the, on the so we so, right, so if people know that impersonation, and then I did it even better. So I came up with this idea that we were going to say that Bill the Baker had a long lost son. And he was on the line and we found him. <laughs> When Bill called. So Steve's like, we did a lot of work on this. Producer Greg Giannotti found him. And uh, Bill, here he is, your long-lost son. <laughs> and I was like, Dad? 
He's like, what is this? And I'm like, here he is again, turning his back on me. <laughs> I'm going to hang up. Who is this? I said, see, it's, it's your son, for God's sakes. And we went back and forth. He was so confused. And the audience was probably, what the hell is going on? But it was like 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. And Steve day. probably loved it. Oh, oh and no he was doubt. like, oh, that was, oh, man, that was great. <laughs> Screw that guy. That was awesome. I hope he never calls again. <laughs> I, I have it saved somewhere. Oh, you, have, you have some gems. Some of them that took place off the air, messing with guys in the newsroom. That I'd like to hear. Some classic The build a baker I don't one. think I've ever heard I'm that. Heard I heard the, the, what you just played with Jacob Wilkins. Yeah, I yeah. did hear that. Yeah, I could, you we can find it coming up. I bet you That's I have funny. a little... Dad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not going to play this whole thing. Oh, but you found it. But we found it after I was the most unorganized person on earth. Thank God I was no longer a producer because I looked through that folder. I got Z's and zeros <laughs> and uh, just ridiculous. Yes. So finally, I actually found the, the chunk that we recorded at that point that is unedited from April 7th, 2008. Wow. All right, so uh, let's do the math on that. 16 years. 16 years ago. Yeah, almost. So I was... 25 years old. Just a young, dumb kid. 25 years old, producing Steve Summers. Mm. And Bill the Baker, Bill in Brentwood, who is no longer with us, um, he used to call Steve all the time. And he used to do this whole thing where he knew every single date of everything in baseball. I remember. I remember. Yes, that was, yeah. Do you remember? It was, it was April 4th. It was 1953. And Mickey Mantle farted in the uniform for the first time. <laughs> and then Steve was like, you have a book. I don't have a book. It was like this thing back and forth. Yep. So then just Steve's like, we got to do something with him. And I'm like, well, why don't we mess with him and see if we can knock him off his game by saying that we found his long lost son. So I could do the impersonation, and uh, and here you go. This is it from April Bill 7th. Bill from Brentwood's long-lost son. Bill, are you with us? Yeah, I see. Bill, we have uh, the surprise because he's on the line with us right now. Yeah, right. How you doing? Uh, uh, hello? Yes. How you doing, Steve? Hi, Dad? Bill. What you, what's wrong here? Dad? Hey, hello, Steve? Before, before I talk to you, Dad, I gotta thank you for for putting this together for me, Steve. I've no, been waiting uh, since not a since, problem since April second, nineteen seventy three. That's when I was <laughs> born, Dad. Well, do you do you remember him, Bill? What do you remember him? Yeah, April second. That's when Gil Hodges passed away. Mm -hmm. No, but you know what? Gil Hodges passed away, and I was brought into the world, uh, Dad. You're walking out on me again? Bill, I could tell you're a little bit overcome with emotion, and I know this is a major surprise for you. I, I hope you you understand and appreciate what we had to go through to find him, number one. Oh. And I think it is a wonderful thing uh, right here on the radio live in New York City on WFAN that you are reunited with your long-lost son. Yeah, right. Oh, see, this is what he did before, oh, Steve. This please, is what please, I was afraid of, that he would pretend I wasn't here, just like he did all those years ago. Bill, I, I know see, that you... Oh, wait, let no, me say something. Are you going to let me talk or what? Uh, well, let me talk. You never you never even heard my voice. Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, Bill. I want to talk about the steroids. I want to talk about it. You never even uh, acknowledged I was alive. 
You're getting me going here now. Bill, I know you're overcome with emotion. You're always going. You're always coming and going. I'm going to hang up. Like if you're not, not going to talk to me, I'm going to hang up. Well, we, we, we certainly are going to talk to you, but we thought that after all these many years of uh, not uh, being able to uh, to talk with your, your long-lost son, that... That you would I take... don't know what you're talking about anyway. You, got you know, I tried to come tape. up to you once. It was it was September 12th. It was night tape 74, and I tried to talk to you, and you would. You, you turned oh, your back on me God. then. You're turning your back on me again. Give up. I'm going to hang up. No, don't do that, Bill, because uh, we went to great trouble to, to, to find him, and he was very, very anxious uh, to talk with you, and we're anxious to talk with you also, Bill, but we thought we'd give you a few moments here to... To reacquaint yourself with with somebody you, you hadn't talked to in a long time. Who who was this? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Pretend like I'm not alive. You've been doing that for the last thirty six years. Why would I be surprised to be any different uh, now? I'm gonna hang up. No, no, no right. you're not you, got the, you got the gist of it. Up. Well, yeah, Bill, <laughs> the best part is you were born in seventy three, and in seventy four you went up. to <laughs> you picked up on it. Remember yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, you picked up on it. That was a year old. Little toddler. Jeff the baker from Brentwood. I love the little subtleties, though, of the exact dates oh, yeah. that you're giving him like he would do with Steve. Oh, yeah. Funny. Well, that was that was the whole thing. And then... Uh, and then, but he, how great was it too that I said April second, just whatever. I just made a, the date, and he goes, "Yeah, that's Gil Hodge's oh, birthday." God. And I was like, "Yeah, it's when or Gil Hodge's passed away." Right. So, and that's when I was brought into the world. Oh Dad. my God! You would know better than me, of course. But is that the same voice of the guy who ruined Twenty Four for Tony? Pate? No, no, no. That was uh, that was uh, Tom and Fairfield. Oh, okay. It was uh, type uh, of voice. Yeah. So Tom and Fairfield was. Hi, Tony. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Chinese captured him at the end. And Bill the Baker was. It was. It was uh, September sixteenth, nineteen thirty-five. <laughs> Voice different. similar, cadence way different. Yeah, way different. Ah, you got me going here. <laughs> and all of this was like improv. I had no idea what he was going to yeah. say. <laughs> You're always going. You're never staying. That's your problem. <laughs> it's so it ridiculous. Did he call after that? Oh yeah, we oh, did, did. We did it to him again. Apparently, because we were trying to find the. I didn't remember mm. that. So we did, we had so much fun with that that the next time he called, we did it again. And uh, I was like, last time we tried to do this didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was stupid. We had so much fun, Steve and I, back at the like I was back in Studio C sure, on the yeah, phone yeah. or in the newsroom doing yeah. the <laughs> Bill's son. Here's the Tony Page thing. Let's go out to uh, Fairfield. Say hello to uh, Tom. Tom, what's going on? So in really important things, next year, they're going to combine Prison Break and 24, and they're going to have Jet Li and Jackie Chen help uh, Jack Bauer get out. Okay. Oh, you didn't see it? No, no, no. I, I know. I haven't watched the tape. He, the, the, the Chinese kidnapped them at the end. Please tell me that didn't happen. <laughs> He's a Chinese kidnapped Jack Bauer at the end. I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't see I it. I just told you I didn't watch it. Oh, that's all? <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm really tired. All right. All right. <laughs> as, as angry as you will see Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> so, okay, Jack Bauer. Oh, you didn't see it? No, I just, no, I didn't. The Chinese captured him at the end. Uh, and then the awful at the he end. Could, he could, oh, that's awful. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Of course Tom he Fairfield. did. That was a guy who was never heard from again. Mm. Tom and Fairfield. And he'd call up, ruined his night, and that was that. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese kidnapped him at the end. Please tell me that didn't happen. <laughs> that's awful. Please tell me that's fake. 
what was the date on the Tom and Fairfield thing? Do you have that? That was a long time ago. Was a long time that ago. was a long time ago. Yeah, but the uh, the Bill the Baker thing was from April 7th, 2008. Yeah. That 25 was, years that's old. That's still a story, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's still a story. Were, yeah. 25 Darn. years old doing Bill the Baker. Baker. I don't have a date on that one because I just have a when I put it into my file. So Jesus. Long time ago. Yeah. No, I, I know. I know. Yeah, Bill, unfortunately, he, he was older at the time, so this yeah. was 16 years ago. But, I mean, he was he used to call the shows. Uh, some of the most famous, obviously, Jerome, Doris sure. Regal Park. Phil and Bill, Howard Beach. And yeah. Short Al, yeah. Short Al. Short yeah. Al, yeah. Hey! <laughs> Short Al, hit! He How about Bruce and Bayside? Bruce and Bayside was a great one. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of those guys. Dennis from Yonkers, Mike from White Plains. Dennis from Yonkers still calls. He's called, but not this station as much. I, oh, no, you know what? He called uh, Beningo on Saturday. I did hear that. Was that Mike from White Plains Breen? No, no. it was Al from White Plains. Oh, oh Al from White Plains. Al That's from right, White okay. Plains. That's right. He got a show, didn't he? Didn't Al from White Plains, wasn't he in the same contest that Joe Beningo was in? That sounds familiar. And Joe got the job? And then Al held it against him for the rest of the time? And They, used to- they were in here, though, and did a show. Did they? They did, and it was here. And I don't remember how long ago it was. Seven, eight years ago, something like that? I don't know why they did it. But yeah. Do you remember that drop that you have of Beningo like, Al, Al, give me a break, Al, shut up. I think that was Beningo yelling mm. at Al from White Plains because he always used to battle. It was like a grudge that they never Not said. Al Dukes. Not Al Dukes, right. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what that was from. Yeah, Sounds right. I don't. Li- I should. I should go back in that folder and like listen to some no, of the you stuff. You must have some gems. Oh yeah, I don't. I, but I didn't. It's. I'm happy that it's there, but it's just so unorganized. As Eddie could see. I mean, I have just yeah. stuff saved, the, the meaningless. Well, that's where Chris does a good job. CeeLo's got like a lot of stuff. Stop can, it, Al! I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Stop it, Al! Yeah, tired of the crap. Mm. Yeah. CeeLo finds stuff very quickly. Oh, yeah. No, very much more organized. And he says May of 06 for the... 06? For, for, the, to- for the Tony. Tony and oh, wow. Which would make sense. May yeah. is when they wrapped things up. 18 years ago. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> so, so a kid who was born... <laughs> this is, blows my mind. Is now graduating high school. A kid who was born when when Tony yeah. talked to Tom and Fairfield is now graduating high school. Yes, correct. Oh, my God. Where yep. does the time go? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 